0: Well, it's a little bit later here on a Monday morning here on MLB Morning Coffee, but we do have our World Series matchup, the Dodgers and the Rays. And yes, it is the Dodgers that win the National League. And I got to tell you, I don't know how I feel about it. I was really looking forward to a Rays and Braves World Series. I thought that would be a really fun World Series, a matchup between two teams that are very young are very different. The Rays, very dynamic in their pitching. The Braves, very dynamic in their offense. And I have to say that with the exception of Mookie Betts, the Los Angeles Dodgers have developed internally. You cannot make an argument against that. Other than Betts, you have Cody Bellinger, who was drafted, Corey Seager, who was drafted, Walker Bueller, who was drafted, Clayton Kershaw, even though he makes big money now, he was drafted, Max Muncy and Chris Taylor were guys that were taken off of the scrap heap. Kike Hernandez isn't exactly a household name. Jock Peterson was drafted. Will Smith was drafted. So on and so forth. Dodgers beat the Braves 4-3 yesterday, and they go to their third World Series in the last four years. This was a very good baseball game, and I'm going to give you a couple of the highlights because Atlanta really did not have much going on in this game offensively. They only had three hits. So let's go into the top of the first inning. We'll start it off with Marcelo Zuna, who got the scoring started early for Atlanta. First inning chance here. Brows the base hit into left field. Acuna heads for the plate, and the Braves waste no time in game seven. RBI single, Marcelo Zuna. So the Braves get up one nothing in the first inning off of Tony Gonsolin, and then in the second, it was Dansby Swanson's turn to make an impact. Let's the 1-1 fly. Swanson lifts a fly ball to left center field. Peterson going back. Dansby Swanson, upper deck home run. And the Braves lead it 2-0. But then the Dodgers got on the board. As with 2-1, Will Smith comes through with a clutch 2-RBI single. We'll play that highlight for you right now. First one, Smith goes after it and grabs a base hit into center field. Turns into score. Muncy's headed for the plate, and Smith has delivered again. A two-run single ties the game. So 2-2 ball game at that point. Could have been a lot worse, but Ian Anderson is able to get himself out of it. Top four, Austin Riley comes to the plate, and he gives the Braves the lead right back. Into center field. That'll dunk in for hit for Riley. Bellinger's up with it. Here's his throw home. It's up the line and Riley's come through to put Atlanta back in front. One thing to note though in that inning and that is that the Braves ran themselves into a double play with Blake Trinan on the hill that more than likely they could have gotten more out of that. Nick Markakis hit into a fielder's choice double play. Justin Turner got Dansby Swanson in a rundown, and then Austin Riley was out trying to go to third on Mark Hakus's grounder. And I think that that, in all reality, had a big impact on the result of the game. However, the Braves did take a 3-2 lead into the top of the fifth inning, and then Freddie Freeman stepped to the plate, and once again, Mookie Betts proved that defensively he just continues to make amazing plays. Freddie Freeman lifts this one way up there. It was like Betts didn't see it at first. Now goes back, jumps, and he does it again. Mookie putting his stamp all over the NLCS defensively. So he robs Freddie Freeman of a homer. That would have made it 4-2 to two Braves. And automatically, the momentum shifts to the Dodgers in the bottom of the sixth inning. Kike Hernandez pinch hits for Jock Peterson. They're squaring up with A.J. Minter. It was a left-on-left matchup, then became a right-on-left matchup, and Hernandez did this. Hits up in the air, left center field. This game is tied. So his pinch hit, Homer ties the game at three. Minter is able to get himself through two outs. Chris Martin comes on, and he gets Justin Turner to fly out to end the inning. Then we go to the seventh inning. Martin stays in the game after he had thrown 32 pitches the day before. He gets Max Muncy and Will Smith to strike out. Then Cody Bellinger steps in, and on a 2-2 count, he made a mistake to Bellinger, a fastball high and over the plate. And the one thing I'll say about Bellinger, you can get Cody Bellinger with a breaking ball. Cody Bellinger can sometimes look terrible when you're throwing him breaking balls low in the zone, the one thing you cannot do to Cody Bellinger, especially in a 2-2 count, you have a ball to play with. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot leave a fastball up to him because if you do, this happens. Tonight. This time he hits the ball to deep right field. Cody Bellinger has done it. And the Dodgers lead in game seven. Bellinger destroys the baseball. Dodgers go up 4-3. to three. They would win 4-3. to three. Julio Rios came out of the bullpen. He pitches the final three innings. He looked awesome, did not allow a runner to reach base, gets his second win of the series, and that is how she goes. The Braves got all three of their hits against Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin. It was May that got the start as the opener, Gonsolin that came in for two innings. They did not have a single hit against Trinan, Gratterall, or Urias. So that's six innings of bullpenning that the Dodgers held the Braves hitless. Chris Martin takes the loss. He allows one run on one hit in an inning and a third. That hit was the Bellinger homer. So the Dodgers win. They go to their third World Series in the past four years. And now they have a chance for some redemption. And they will be scoring up with the Tampa Bay Rays. The Dodgers have not announced their rotation as of yet. Tampa's going to go with Tyler Glasnow in Game 1, and they're going to go with Blake Snell in Game 2, which is completely understandable. is going to be on full rest. Snell will be on full rest come Game 2. And assumingly, Game 3, because Game 7 was on Saturday... Game three will be on, I believe, Friday. Charlie Morton is going to end up having full rest, so he will more than likely take the ball in game three. Assuming game four will probably be Ryan Yarbrough, and then they'll go back to Glasnow for game five. I would assume for the Dodgers that Clayton Kershaw is going to get the start in game one. I don't know what they're going to do for game two because Walker Buehler is not going to be on full rest. You already used Tony Gonsolin, so you can't really use him as a starter I would imagine that they bullpen it and then they probably go with Walker Bueller in game three. Let's now go to our good friend, the goat of statistics, Sarah Langs. Here is what she has to say about everything that happened in yesterday's game. Dodgers go ahead homers in the seventh inning or later in a winner take all game in playoff history. Cody Bellinger and Rick Monday in 1981, who did it in the ninth inning of game five of the NLCS. Kike Hernandez's pinch hit home run was the fourth pinch hit homer in a winner-take-all postseason game of all time. The others were in 2016, Chris Heisey, 2003, Troy O'Leary, and in 2001, David Justice. Julio Arias is just the second pitcher in postseason history to throw three-plus innings to finish off a game in a winner-take-all without allowing a hit. That was Pedro Martinez in Game 5 of the 1999 ALDS. Also, the Dodgers had the best record in Major League Baseball this season. Just six teams of the 25 World Series winners in the Wild Card era have had the best record in Major League Baseball. They are the 2018 Red Sox, the 2016 Cubs, the 2013 Red Sox, the 2009 Yankees, the 2007 Red Sox, and the 1998 Yankees. So they would just be the second NL team other than the 2016 Cubs that if they won the World Series could lay claim to this title. One more here for you. The Dodgers hit 16 homers in the 2020 NLCS, which ties them with the 08 Rays in the ALCS for most homers in a single postseason series all time. That's it. That's all for this short edition of MLB Morning Coffee. We are going to be taking tomorrow morning off, and then we will be back on Wednesday morning For a recap of game one of the World Series, we'll do it in depth. We'll do it how we've been doing. And I promise no matter who wins, we will do it with enthusiasm because I owe that to you, despite the fact that you probably already know I am rooting for the Tampa Bay Rays. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Enjoy your Monday. Talk to you soon.